Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Good evening and good day to those in the West Coast. Well, I want to thank you all so much for joining on Joe's Bedtime Stories because this is a fantastic day to come and be with us. Now, we know that we have fun in retiring the sun. But guess what, boys and girls? It's not quite as dark yet, but soon, in another week or so, it will be dark. So let's hear what's going on. Because we know that we have our aunt and uncle and lots of people that are listening, moms and dads and Nana and Poppy, all listening to us to hear what some are saying. Because some boys and girls still don't want to come inside. Are you one of them? Or do you have some friends that you know when their mommy and daddy calls them, they have a hard time trying to get in? Where they go in, they want to make sure that you know what they want to do when they grow up because they believe this is going to happen to them when they get older. Here we go. Tell me what you want to be when you get older. Fashion designer. I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a modeler. I want to be a salmon. I want to be a singer. I want to be a to sleep. 
they just came inside and they are ready to continue to play and to not settle down. And because of that, they might be moody, just a little moody. And we'll talk about what that means. Not happy all the time, not sad all the time, a little grumpy, might even be, hmm, even quiet. Well, we'll find out what those kinds of things are. It's like some people, oh, they're moody like the wind, changing, changing, changing. Well, we want to create this atmosphere that makes that time just a lot of fun and an activity that is just as much as fun as staying up. Well, maybe not quite, but <laughs> you'll find that you will enjoy this because we'll be talking about the day and building lovable, memorable times and getting ready for bed. Because when you have Poppy there or Mommy there or Daddy there or Auntie or Uncle there, getting you ready to tell you all kinds of fascinating stories. We've got to make sure that we do everything to make ready for going to bed. Because when you're organized and when you know exactly what to do, that makes you feel real comfortable if you know each step of the way. And when you do it, you can cross it off your list. So we want to make sure that you get ready to know what those things are on the bedtime. Do you know? Is it coming to you? What are the things that you need to do? I don't hear you. <laughs> it's not fair to ask your mom or your daddy what it is. But let's hear from the bedtime listeners, aren't you? Because you know that every Sunday we try it. So here it goes.
takes the pretty bow. He takes it off my head. Come here, baby. And I'm looking the baby all on the on his head and his cheek. He's laughing. Take the pretty chain. And go ta-da. And he takes the chain off my neck. Now let's play in the mud. <laughs> I love my new friends. That's what happened. He was having a little moody day, but guess what? He found another way to make them feel good. And I said, you know what? We have some friends that are in California, and they're still playing outside, and even our friends in Colorado. I wonder what they're doing out there. Can you imagine what they're doing? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, we heard our bedtime list, and they heard it too, although they weren't ready to go to bed like us. But they heard it anyway. Well, I think maybe we should get you ready for bath. And what's that song that we always play when we're getting ready to go to <laughs> take a bath? We play the Rubber Ducky song by the Cedar Mark Kids. Here I am in the bathtub again. I got my soap. I got my Superman scrub brush. I got my loofah. I got my shampoo, I got my washcloth, and I got a big old fluffy towel to dry myself when I get out. But you know what else I got to make bathtub time the best time of my day? I bet you know what it is. I bet you got one too. It's my special pal. Let's sing about him now. Ah. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Bobo Fodio, Rubber Ducky, joy of joy. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber Ducky, you're my very best friend. It's true. Every day when I make my way to the I'm lucky that you're mine. 
Come over here. You are the dirtiest birdie I've ever seen. Come on over here. I got to wash behind your ears. What do you mean you don't have any ears? I know it's going to tickle, but I got to get you nice and clean. Know what I mean? Every day when I make my way to the top, I find a little fella who's cute, yellow, and chubby. Rubber dub, dubby, rubber ducky, you're and girls <laughs> that does make the bath go so fast and it makes you squeaky clean when you come out so now you have your favorite PJs on I know that Bella she probably has pink pajamas with feet in them and I'm sure that Keenan probably has feet in his too look at him smile and laugh Oh, there goes his dimple. <laughs> and Stephen, Stephen has his velvet pajamas on. And I even see some Batman, and I even see some gladiator PJs on. Oh, and of course the ballerina. Casey would never let us live that down if we don't mention her pink pajamas. What was it, girls? As I said, as some of us are getting ready for bed, some are still playing outside. You gonna hear that sound? Let's hear. is still up for others, but the sun has gone down for us, and we call it retiring the sun. There also is our topic, which is being moody. And I have another story about another dog, and this dog is called the Odd Dog, and it's by Claudia Oates. I don't know, boys and girls, if you know any odd dogs, but we have an odd dog here, especially because the odd dog is called Peanuts. <laughs> now, unlike all the other dogs, he did not care for bones, but he loved apples. His apple tree was his pride and joy. Now, Peanut loved the apples from his tree so much that he was always worried that his neighbor, Milo, was plotting to steal them. 
Do you ever think that there's some toy that you have that if you had your friends over, they might want to borrow your toys? Oh, no, I know that that thought never enters your mind. But it did with Peanut. Dreamed about his apple tree. Now, sometimes he would wake up so worried that he couldn't get back to sleep. I think that Tina is definitely thinking about his, hmm, about things that he has that he cannot even think about anything else. Can you imagine? That's all he can think about is apples. And sometimes he would have nightmares that Milo, and that's his friend, had found a way to steal one of the apples, or even worse, all of them. One, two, four, nine apples, ten apples, eleven apples, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen apples, sixteen apples, seventeen. So he counted them every morning just to make sure. Now one day, a disaster struck. The juiciest of apples of all was just about to fall into Milo's garden. There was no time to lose. Tina tried everything. He tried to knock them down. He tried to stand on his head. He tried to stand upside down. He tried to get the water hose him down. But with no luck. Milo's going to get my best apple, just like he always gets everything. Tina thought, it's not fair. Does that ever happen to you, boys and girls? That you are so afraid that someone might take something that you have that you can't think of anything else, and your mind is constantly talking to you, Supposing all kinds of ways that your friend might take it. He might go in an airplane. He might dog and try to get that dog to do it. He might try to play a game and get my attention away from him. Hmm. Peanut was feeling treacherously sorry for himself when all of a sudden... landed in Milo's bowl. Boys and girls, Milo was over on the other side with the shovel. What would he say? But, but, think about it, boys and girls. What would you do? And what do you think that his friend Milo would do, knowing that that's the best apple that he's ever had? It's the big one. It's so red and juicy. So I can just taste it. Eating the apple, Milo said, Go, Tina. This apple looks very ripe and juicy, and I know how much you love them. Tina was very surprised. Oh. He said, thank you. Um, would you like a bite? No, thank you very much, said Milo. I don't really like apples. I love bones. 
Peanut wanted to thank Milo for returning the apple, so he invited him for a picnic. Climbed up on the tree, and they were picking apples. And from that day on, they were the very best friends. And see, boys and girls, what can happen if Milo wasn't so moody? And if the the dog that we talked about that said, I hate those, if he wasn't so moody, he may have been able to have even more friends. Hmm. What do you think of that, boys and girls? Hmm. Can you imagine? What would happen? Pretty nice. But I know, boys and girls, that is not you. You just know someone that does that. Because you always do things that makes a very, very good friend. Playing make because they thought someone might want to take something that they like. So imagine being able to play with your friends and play games. Let's do that before we get ready to fall off because we're getting a little tired. So let's play weekly. Or why don't we just play having friends? I think that's what we should play. I think that's what we should do. Because I like to make friends. And when you're not moody, you're able to do that. And this is Aunt Jill's Bedtime Stories, and we're so glad that you joined us. Find it. We're losing our faith. <laughs> Uh-oh. I was going to play the song, but I'm already hearing some. Some of us are already starting to. Hey, mate, you know why you go to bed at night? Because your bed won't come to you. <laughs> well, we'll just sleep on it, shall we? I can't stop yawning, evening or morning. Once I start, I can't stop it. There's no one who can top it. I just open my mouth and drop it. I, 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 I can't stop yawning. The music I make does not keep me awake. And I, I, I can't stop yawning.
something to wake us up. It's so much better when you have friends, but when you start getting tired, we're going to make sure that we leave our other story before we fall off to sleep. Making friends is so great. You want to share everything with them. And then we get a little tired because we've already heard some of you yawning. And we got to make sure that we did everything in our bedtime list. Well, we did put our PJs on. But before we put our PJs on, we did give a hug and kiss to our Nana and Poppy. Well, Poppy's already fallen asleep. But we did kiss Mommy and Daddy, and we told them all about the things we did today. And we had taken our, we did, we did take our bath. We did put our PJs on. We did get in the nice, comfy bed. Look at our blanket, our favorite one, of course. We've already had our water. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Where is he? Where is Teddy? I can't go to bed without my Teddy. Huggy Buckle Bear, where are you? Well, we're in luck, boys and girls. Control found a book that talks about exactly how you're feeling. And this was written by Catherine Sully, and it was illustrated by Janet Samuel. Where, oh, where is Huggle Buckle Bear? My Huggle Buggle Bear. Do you have a Huggle Buggle Bear? Well, this is by the Paragon Publishing Company. Where, oh, where is Huggle Buggle Bear? I can't find him anywhere. He always hides when it's time for bed. He is such a funny bear. Girl, are you also looking? Where could he be? Would he be under the bed? Could I just sure? Is this snacking on toast and honey, making crumbs with Daddy Bunny? No, he isn't with Daddy Bunny. Because that's who I'm looking for. I'm getting a little concerned. Huckle Bunny knew it's dead time. Because we already checked it off the list. Buckle knows it's bedtime, but this happens every night. 
I can't go to bed without him. He's just what it just would not be right. Where, oh, where is Huggle Buggle Bear? I can't find him anywhere. He always hides when it's time for bed. He is such a silly bear. Is he bouncing on his belly? On the sofa with Ellie Nellie? No, he isn't bouncing with Ellie Nellie. And he isn't snacking with Daddy Bump Bunny. Making lots of noise with Wooly Lamb and the other toys? No, he isn't playing with Wooly Lamb. He isn't bouncing with Ellie Nellie. He isn't snacking with Daddy Bunny. Daddy Bunny. And it's way past Huggle Buggle's bedtime. I'm feeling worried now. I can't go to bed without him. I don't think I know how. Where, oh, where is Huggle Buggle Bear? I can't find him anywhere. He always hides the time for bed. He's such a troublesome bear. Blasting in the tub, throwing bubbles with rubber dub. No, he isn't splashing with rubber dove. He isn't playing with woolly lamb. He isn't bouncing with Ellie Nelly. He isn't snacking with Betty Bunny. It's way past Huggle Buggle bedtime, and now I'm feeling sad. I don't want to go to bed with him. It makes me feel so bad. I know where. There's Huggle Buggle Bear. And here are all the other toys. I think they must be fast asleep. So shh. Don't make any noise. Night, night. It's time to go to bed. Are you falling off to sleep? Dream and snooze? Now her eyes. 
Are you wide awake? I think that you are. She's not very nice, so maybe she is silent. And she's so quiet. She is helplessly. And we know that Guan is asking for water and he's still drinking it. Uh oh. Hopefully, he won't be waking up in the middle of the night. <laughs> he always will still have some boys and girls that aren't quite ready to go yet. So let's listen to this book and let's see how much we can be able to read before the rest of us fall asleep. This book is called The Eleventh Hour. Now, you know The Eleventh Hour is always mean that it's the last moment, the last time. This is a book that I know that you will want to hear because it is about the animals. It's about, of course, who is the elephant, and we'll see how many other friends she has. Now, this book was called The Eleventh Hour, A Curious History. Now, it's a book that is read, a story in, a telling tale is told. But who can say what mysteries a single page may hold? A maze of hidden codes and clues, a clock at every turn, and only time will tell what other secrets you may learn. Now, you can please come to my costume party and help celebrate my best birthday on November the 11th at my place, Forest. Now, this is by Harry Abrahams Publishing Company, New York. 
And when Porsche turned 11, he decided there should be some kind of celebration for my friends, he said to me. For though I, in the age of eight and nine and six and seven, this is the first, the very first time that I'll ever be 11. With that, he set to work and wrote the name of every guest. And then he set to work and wrote the name and wrote the food that elephants liked the best. He wrote taste mix and sent them off that day. And finally, 11 games for everyone to play. Now, Horace was a clever lad. He planned the day with care, ensuring that his party would be quite a grand affair. With all the kitchen, with his genius unfurled, for elephants are very the best cook in the world. Hmm. He started off a cheesecake full of strawberries and cream, then moved on through the pastry to a chocolate supreme. And though he may be said, perhaps that horse made a match, the feast that he created was fantastic nonetheless. Can you imagine, boys and girls? She's capable of strawberries and cream. The morning when the party guests arrived, and all were wearing costumes, most intriguingly contrived. The pig came as an admiral, the zebra as a punk. The rhino was an astronaut, his face a suit made of junk. <laughs> the swan arrived as Princess Pure, a most enchanting smart. Be- bejeweled with rows of precious stones and dressed in purest white. And with her came an Indian with arrows, spears, and bows, a handsome big old tiger whom no one seems to know. Hmm, I don't know if anyone really wants to. <laughs> the mouth came as a musketeer, his head and hat held high, a swagger in his footsteps and a twinkle in his eye. Queen of Egypt and Denial, and masked in a raid as a judge was Sam the crocodile. And then there was a pair of twins, two sisters, both giraffes, who turned up just as angels and received a round of laughs. Their halos shone with their head, two shiny golden wings, and from their nylon tutu spout tennis cardboard wings. The guests were met by Horace. As they stepped into the hall, he was dressed as a Saturn, a zone before the fall. And once inside, they looked around and noticed with a smile the way the hall had been designed in high Renaissance style. Sooner had they entered than a rumor filled the air and stopped the conversation as the news spread everywhere. Their host had made a banquet. It was huge, immense inside. And one by one, the guests were drawn within to feast their eyes. Wow, boys and girls, this was some party that I'm sure everyone wanted to be invited to. And there upon the table was the feast that Horace made, a wondrous spread of cakes and buns and jugs of lemonade. And in its midst, a centerpiece of great design was placed that left no doubt young horse had superb artistic taste. But if the, and then, they soon found out their host had plans for what they ate and when. For Horace told them firmly not a crumb would they devour until the time that he had set 
the 11th hour. That's why the book was called The 11th Hour, Boys and Girls. The games begin at 8.05. A sack race marked the start with sacks of every size and shape so everyone took part. They sat off at cracking pace with Eric behind the others hopped on trotters, hook, hoofs, and paw. <laughs> they rest, raced across the croquette lawn, then up towards the house. But as they reached the halfway point, the pig took on the mouse. He landed with a heavy thump. And several others failed, but Kilroy kept his two win as well. The ballroom was the venue for the second party game, but though the rules were simple, no one seemed to know the aim. They charged around a ring of tables, a ring of chairs beneath the chandelier, while Sam played Mozart's magic flute and British was there. And one by one, the chairs became just piles of splinter wood, and guests were all agreed that this new game was jolly good. <laughs> then as the final chair, no one had won at all, they settled on a draw. All these fun and games. Oh, my goodness, boys and girls. Have you ever played a game like this? Musical chairs? Did anyone win? This game was even more fun because there was no chairs removed. The pigs procured a pack of cards and soon the game began. But unbeknownst to all the rest, the animal had a plan. For Oliver won every trick. His conquest was complete. A string of luck, or could it be? The poker was a cheat. <laughs> a little later in the day, some guests played snakes and ladders upon a board that squirmed and turned with pythons, apps, and adders. The board was set. The race was on. The game had just begun. Then Thomas went and ate dice so no one ever won. <laughs> I'm hearing that some of you are falling asleep. And... We have a song that we love to play. It's called Just Like a Star by Corinne Sterling. I hear someone yelling. Do it all the time Blowing out 
can be what we can respond to because we have been our friends all the time when we are getting ready to go to bed. And because of that, it makes it fun. When you have somebody to share it with, it is a lot of fun. Because you're not alone. And to have somebody that is sleepy just like you, you can talk about it. Well, Randy Newman talks about we've got a friend when we go to sleep. We always know that. So here it is. having fun retiring the sun. And we want to know, are you sleeping? <laughs> we know that the children have all gone to bed and we've done our day, we've done our day today. And we wanted to have stories that build character in the child so that they are responsible, caring people and using life lessons, teaching humility, respect, honesty, courage, and generosity, just the best type of friends that we have that have all been listening to Aunt Jill's Bedtime Stories. And we know that you'll be joining us next week for the 11th hour. So thank you so much, Mom and Dad, and Nana and Poppy. Good night. And thank you for our new friends for joining us, too. This is Aunt Jill's Bedtime Stories. Are you sleeping yet? Come on. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.